Welcome back to Bitches Love Brunch, guys. This is episode 44, and I am your co-host, Courtney. And this is Kiana. And we are so glad to be back, per usual. Hi, guys. Hope your Um, weeks have been fabulous and bomb. And bomb. Well, go ahead and tell us about your week, Kiana. Oh, Dad, just threw myself right in there. No, my week has been... (laughs) I'm not even mad about it this week. This week, Okay. But no, my mm-hmm. week has been going great. I don't know what okay. it is, but there's just been this like re this new resurgence of energy that I've had. Um, mm-hmm. I was hoping that I was I usually get that energy around January one. That didn't really work out. So I guess the May Man calendars y'all need to get off of. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like this I is my. <laughs> Just threw that out there real quick. But um, I don't know. I feel like a rebirth has happened. I feel good. I feel blessed. I feel grateful. Uh, my week has been full of surprises, good and bad, and I'm grateful for all of them. And Now, me, um, hold on, because me and Kiana talked before we actually start recording. She ain't mentioned none of this shit, so now I'm going to have to follow up with her afterwards. Go you know ahead. you will. But I dropped a nugget <laughs> in one of our text messages, though. You need peep. But, um... I'm over here about look, don't don't look through it now. Don't do <laughs> No, I've, I've been blessed this week. This week has been great. Um, God is good, and I am I'm honored to be here and to talk with my my friend, my sister, and to talk with y'all. You feel me? <laughs> oh yes, y'all. I went back to me. He had a sex thread. <laughs> That's why I hit her with it. You feel me? Okay. And I just told you some exciting news, too, before we started it. Well, I didn't know it was exciting until you was throwing these little hints. No, not even about that. I'm talking about with, um, you know, Nashville. And we we ain't even going to go there. How you doing? We're going to get... I'm okay. sorry, y'all. I want y'all in my business, too. I'm sorry for the teasers. They're like, wait, what? What's going right. on? Right. They want to know what's going on. Y'all okay. things is just moving and shake and twisting and swirling. <laughs> y'all will know like when you know. I'm for real cracking up. Okay. How's your week been? Especially because I didn't know where you were this week. Right. We got on the phone and Kiana was like, when'd you get back in town? I was like, from where? Cleveland? <laughs> I literally like, thought she was in a whole other country. Oh, my goodness. Um, my week has been... Actually, my week has been good. Um, since the last time we... Ooh, excuse me. I am so sorry, y'all. I had ginger ale before we started recording. Um, that won't happen again. What's the brand? Um, though? That's most important. <laughs> <laughs> I'll share that during my um, past the mimosa. Okay. Um. So I, I think it was the week. Yes, the week that we recorded. I had to have a um, very tough and difficult conversation, especially as a black woman. Um, with my boss, as you all know, I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned before, yes, that I work in HR. Um, <clears throat> but I also have like some dabblings in just in the DNI space and all of that. And so just kind of being a black woman in this profession, and even though it's nonprofit, it can still be uh, very overwhelmingly represented by the majority. Yeah. Um, and even though a lot of times in nonprofit, it's mostly women too, uh, but it's still not the same as you know being a woman of color 
um, especially working at a, at a nonprofit that is supposed to be helping the community, and it, and it does. Um, <clears throat> but it's important to make sure that your organization, that your boards, um, your volunteers look like the community that you serve. Amen. Um, and so I often, I often have to be that voice in spaces that people wouldn't otherwise see me in. Like, it's not like people don't know that those conversations are happening. And so I have, I was just in a position where I had to remind myself, like, this is what you were tasked with. I truly believe that this is a part of my purpose. And so, but that doesn't make the conversations any less difficult. Anyway, all that to say, um, because of that conversation, though, I had a really great week um, and a really good conversation with my boss. Um, so career-wise, things are going really well. Um, What's I going to say just, to you? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I don't know. No, no, no. no. Go ahead. Have you um, heard of a lady by the name of Brene Brown? Yes, that's my bestie in my head. Right? I love her. You know, she just has a, she has a Netflix special now. I know. I can't wait to watch it. I but, might actually watch it tomorrow. Yes, you should watch it because what you were just talking about um, in terms of work, one of the things that I love, and this isn't a spoiler, but it's just a quote that she has said, and it's, it's not the responsibilities of marginalized people to go out and have these conversations. You know, like, if the world wants to get better, it's actually the responsibility of the people who are supposed to be allies. It's already enough that we carry these charges. So Absolutely. Just know Absolutely. you are doing the work, but you're doing double work. You know what I mean? I am, and that I absolutely recognize, but I also recognize that until yep. the majority is doing uh, yep. it, I also can't sit on the sidelines. Oh, wait, so it y'all. Is, it, right. It is, it is still my responsibility, and like I said, though it gets exhausting, I can't wait for them to say something either. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, all in all, I think, I think we're on a good journey. And then yesterday, uh, the nonprofit that I serve on their board for, we had our big uh, annual gala, which was a huge, huge success. Um, it was a sold-out event with 500 people. Yes! Um, impactful interviews and programs. Um, so it's just been a really good week, and I had my support team there with me. Shout out to them for that. I'm going to go ahead and call them out. My sister, Kia. Yeah. My iron sister, Marty. Her sister, Mikey. And um, my brother from another, uh, Kellen. So I really, really appreciate them showing up because representation does matter. And so I was glad to have um, some black folks and people of color in the building. Do y'all hear my girl telling y'all all these titles she she holds? Sorry, <laughs> HR manager. Sorry, board member. Like you're just just letting y'all know. Just just little 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 love, little shout out. You know, as 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 the scripture says, to whom much is given, much is required. Amen. So I got to give it back somehow. Amen. So my week has been good. Good awesome. good. Awesome. The and I don't know what's going on, but. It feels it feels good. There's been a shift. There has definitely there's been a, been shift. a shift. Shout out to Nipsey. <laughs> Rest <laughs> in peace, Nipsey. Seriously, yes. it really has been a major shift. It's been a sad, tumultuous time for a lot of us, but in the same breath, it's been a lot of awakening and a lot of people understanding their responsibility, their calling, their purpose, and really feeling confident mm-hmm. and walking in that. And I, I do think that he has a lot to do with that. I really do. Yeah, it's put a light, it's put a fire under folks. Um, and though, like you said, though it's been a difficult time, I think it's been very motivating. So. Hustle and motivate. Yep. Hustle and motivate. So, yeah. 
All right. Well, that's that's us and how we're doing. Uh, a quick recap of what we talked about last week. We talked about all things energies, matching energies, positive vibes, um, where you're at in the matching energies. Are you matching energies? What energies are you giving out? Uh, are you avoiding are you, energies? <laughs> are you avoiding energies? Are you only looking at the positive things? Have you blinded yourself to the negative things because everything is quote unquote all positive and all good? Are you bird boxing energies? Come on. <laughs> Come on. No, I can't even take credit for that. Somebody asked me, was I bird boxing something? And I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> but um, yes, are y'all, y'all bird boxing? Being Sandra Bullock. You right? ain't got time for that. What type of energies are y'all contributing? In uh, 2019. Yes, we all play a vital role in this space. Let me go. Let me get off that sub box. I was about to take it there. Uh oh. Okay. So yes, I'm with you. I was gonna say, you sure the people wouldn't appreciate that sub box? No, I'm just saying we just all play a vital role in in, in this on this planet. You know, we really, really yeah. do. The energies you put out and the things that. You know, your thought processes, your biases, they play a role in everybody's life, whether you want to or not, whether you know them or not. And we're responsible for being a part of other people's experiences, whether you want to take that responsibility or not. And I just think that's extremely important. That just touched me just because I thought of um, the young, the gentleman in, Shel- mm. in Alabama, Nigel. Yes. Um, and you know that's a that's it's hard to look at that, but at the same time, like we we all live in a world, we all contribute to a world that a lot of people don't feel comfortable and don't feel safe in. That's on all of us. That's not just on yeah. the kids in his school. That's not just in Alabama. That's on all of us. And so we all can do a better job, and we all can protect each other. And we can all give off the right energies and not avoid each other and really talk about our issues and what's going on. We have a responsibility to take care of each other. And, and watch how we are encouraging or teaching energies to our children yes. and the next generation. Yes. Um, I was in a group message on um, with two of my friends, and a friend shared a video, and it was meant to like be funny. And we, you know, we got what they were saying. It was um, it was this woman. She was she was going in on her daughter. You know, her daughter had misbehaved. Something. I think the daughter was only twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a black mom or whatever. And she was going all for her. She was like, you know, try me. I will whoop that ass. But then she also started calling her a bitch. Um, <clears throat> and so one of my homegirls in the in the group, um, friend of the show, Taria, um, she's hey, like, girl. Oh, that was too <laughs> that was too far or whatever. Yeah. And she said something so real. She was like. I don't ever want my daughter to be abused by me. And so I say that, and I told her, I was like, the way you said that, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like super intellectual, but we don't really think about it in that way when we share our words, when we share our views with our children and the next generation um, and what that looks like. Yeah. So when she said, I was like, that is super real because what you give to them, and she brought up another good point. She was like, you know, unfortunately, parents parent how they've been parented. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that came from someplace. And so that young, that young lady may find herself parenting in the same way one day. She could either turn it into, you know, doing the same thing, 
Or she could turn it into motivation and saying, you know, I don't want to parent this way. Um, and so, like I said, when Taria said that, I mean, it really makes a difference in terms of how you speak into our children's lives. Um, and I think about Nigel in that, um, and I'm not saying that his parents didn't do this because I'm inclined to believe that they did not, but like, we everybody business. Mm-hmm. Like Amanda Seal says, like, we, we all need to step up. Right. We all need to step up. Sorry to cut you out. That was just like... No, you're right. I remember when Amanda Seals had made that video about somebody's boyfriend, like, protecting mm-hmm. her, standing up for her. She was like, she not your business. She's like, I am his business. And I'm like, that is that is real. That is right. real. But they don't... And you my business. Exactly. <laughs> like, we all each other's business. Like, you don't have to be romantically involved with somebody for you to care about them. You care because you care. Mm-hmm. So that's just a little tangent, but worthwhile tangent. And and, and mm-hmm. rest in peace, Nigel. I'm so sorry, baby. You had to go through yeah. that. I'm so you sorry. Still be here. Mm. Beautiful black boy. My God, beautiful, beautiful black boy. You could feel his spirit through those pictures. You like. could. I mean, you can just tell like vibrant, beautiful, yeah. just uh, just full of life. And I'm just like, and man, exactly what the world needed. Yeah, I'm like, man, I live in a world where I I contribute to every single day that you thought didn't want you here. I man, that that sucks. In, in lamest yeah. terms, that sucks. But I that I gotta sucks, do a yeah. better job. I gotta do yeah. a better job. Time to step the game up. Time to step the game up. Um, okay, so that was episode 43's recap with a little bonus. Boom, Jim <laughs> dropping. Right. Um, moving on, we're gonna pass the mimosa. Kiana, what you drinking? Are you drinking? I am eating an orange. Okay. I'm eating. So you have an orange juice. Okay. Yes, it's so good too, y'all. I told you I was on this health journey, but we're gonna talk about that. Um, excuse me, more in the episode. Cause she eating an orange while she choking. Right. It, um, I was like, you just gonna stand in the way? You hear me talking? You just gonna stand right there? <laughs> Right on the vocal cords. Goodness. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. I am um I am drinking ginger ale. Uh I had enough wine last night. I was gonna say so spiked with what? Nothing. I am drinking Canada Dry, the real ginger ale. <laughs> Matter of fact, it says that on the bottle. They does oh it really? no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Sorry, okay. I made that up. It says made from real ginger. Well, um, Canada Dry, you if you hear say? that tagline, know that it started from Courtney. Right. The real ginger ale. Right. The okay. real ginger ale. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yo, people will argue you to death about what brand of ginger ale you like. They do. It's a serious thing. And it's, you know, it's black people medicine. So. It is, which is why I'm drinking it. I can't. I cannot. Um, are you a ginger ale drinker? And if so, because we got to do it, we got to ask what brand. Okay. So I am a ginger ale drinker. However, I drink my ginger ale after it's been stirred because it's just way too strong. So I like flat pop. Don't oh, she does. I, I like flat pop. So I love ginger ale when it's flat. It's so good. It's just so good. So I drink my you ginger ale. Need some ale. ginger juice. <laughs> like just go drink some juice. I drink my and ginger ale. She does ale. this with every pop, y'all. This is not just ginger ale. She likes flat pop. I do. This is the thing. It hurts. It, I will not disagree with you. It hurts. Have you ever just drank just some Pepsi out the can? That is a fight. 
It is, and let me tell you. And it's supposed to be enjoyable. That's it's part supposed of the to reason quench why. thirst. That's, I'm like, this is this is not doing what mm-hmm. I needed to do. Water water quenches thirst, and we'll talk about that later oh, too. That too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I absolutely feel you. It is very rare that I ever finish an entire bottle of ginger ale. Um, because most of the time when I'm doing it, I just either need to settle my stomach or I need to burp. Um, so once I get that immediate carbonation, which feels like a freaking heart attack every time, then I'm good. Listen, I struggle. Yeah, it is an attack on your whole spirit. But I I like Canada Dry. I like Canada Dry. I also am not opposed to, what is it called, Verner's? Mm -hmm. I like that ginger ale too. It's a little sweeter. Which yes, I which I like. I like it. Oh, that mm-hmm. is why I like it because when it's flat and sweet. Yeah. Again, um, you just need to drink juice. juice. But okay. <laughs> yeah, but I ain't drinking none of that right now. Just I'm strictly on water and kombucha. Yeah. So Ooh, that is that, that is it. Kombucha is strong too, child. It is very strong. strong. So no, actually, I've been drinking. Um, Oh, I can't really see the label. It's on my dresser right here. Give me just a second. But I've been drinking the blueberry grape flavored kombucha. It's actually really, really good. Because I've tried a lot of them and I really haven't enjoyed them as much. But this flavor is really great. And it's the, um, what is it, Simple Truth Organic? Okay. That's our Kroger brand. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, that try that one. That actually tastes really. It's not. It's not bad at all. Maybe maybe I'll try it again. Yeah, I'll be adventurous. Yeah. Uh, okay. So well, that's what we're drinking today. Oh. Kiana's gonna um, <laughs> share the good news because we realized today that there's a reason why I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, a few episodes, y'all y'all realize why I shouldn't. But um, <laughs> we're all human and I we're was, all um, family. I was a hoe. Is that six cents? Stuttering Stanley. Stuttering Stanley. <laughs> I got to stop. I have to stop. I, that is okay, funny. Sorry. Speaking of stands, do you know that's a real word now? Stan? Yeah, they put it in the dictionary. As like an obsessive fan. I don't know that I knew that it was not. <laughs> oh no, it's literally like a colloquialism made by Eminem from a song and now it's oh, actually that's a right. word. Now it's actually a word. That's right. But anywho, I didn't know that. Here's the quote. Yes, continue on. Um the quote is the food you eat can either be the safest and most powerful form of medicine or the slowest form of poison by Anne Wigmore. Truth facts. <laughs> those should be little um snippets we cut out and just little, have them on top. Yes. little what are those called <laughs> little sound, sound bites. bites yes just yes. truth facts, facts. <laughs> what's wrong with us you can tell both of our moods have changed i hope y'all loving it right because i've been little, feel good i do feel good i feel <clears> real good <throat> but yeah that's the quote okay so, you want to tell the folks why Ouch. that's the quote and everything all right? Yeah, little orange juice got in my eye. Oh. No man. worries. Um, I wanted to say something inappropriate, but go ahead. Child, don't you used to write me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pissed. Would you really? Yes. 
thought she took it overboard. I really did. I mean, I don't think I would be that pissed. But I'd be pissed. I mean, don't t- don't don't get me wrong. I would not be celebrating that it happened. But <laughs> I, right. I would be like, man, that's I mean, I think it's you know how sometimes when you're having those intimate moments with your partner, some things are funny. And I think that those build good memories. You just have to take it on the chin <laughs> and be like, that's a part of our story. Now that's something we can always go back and talk about and laugh about. That's the way I look at it, but I was like, Girl, I will laugh at it later, but immediate reaction, yes. I'd be mad. The whole mood is off. It is like well, after that. by his actions, the game looked over anyway, so. Right. That she didn't really need the move to still be gone. That's probably why I'd have been upset, too, like, for real. Unless you got that stamina, you can go for another one. <laughs> Let me know. Okay. Let me stop. You know what? We got a lot of changes this episode. We do. We about to be done with the first segment. Continue oh, my what? gosh. Lord may, the okay. I- Lord, may the odds be in my favor. You know what I mean. So, we are... Um, Oh, so we we picked that quote for the week because we just really wanted to have a conversation. One, the sun is out. Thank God. I don't, mm-hmm. Well, I don't know about you. My sun is out down down here. The weather is picking up and it's nice out. But most importantly, we wanted to talk about health and wellness and what that means to us and how we've been um, prioritizing our health and our wellness. And mm-hmm. essentially, what everybody wants to do when the weather warms up getting summertime fine and mm-hmm. I think it's just a good mixture of how to blend both of those topics together to say hey we're really going into a season where we're going to enjoy life but also we're going to enjoy life because we are at we feel we feel our best we look our best we we're eating our best and I just think it's a a conversation Cordy and I can really just dive into because this is something that is um not new to me but more so more recent than Courtney's um journey so i just think it's a good conversation to have with us both yeah, courtney I'm excited for it. i guess we can yes. kick it off by starting like what i guess the proper question is like what are your dietary restrictions or what does your lifestyle in terms of diet look like right now mm. um i am pescatarian so i eat seafood only um outside how long have you been that, doing that I, well, now I've lost track. Am I in my eighth? Maybe I'm in my, no, I have to be in my eighth year because I've been in Columbus nine years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took a little break uh, in my seventh year where I did eat meat again for a period, but um, overall it's been eight years. Dope. Um, yeah, and actually I was inspired and motivated by, I had have, I have been wanting to or toyed with the idea of going vegetarian uh-huh. um, for a few years while I was in college, but that wasn't real. <laughs> like That <laughs> not was not attainable. <laughs> not, right, not with high foods and not the way that dining halls were set up then. Now the way OU is set up now, they have a whole produce section, so I definitely could have done it then. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, it was actually <laughs> Maxi that... What you laughing So at? anyway, I'm sorry, that just caught me off guard. Go ahead. <laughs> It was actually Maxi that, um, I think it was one weekend that I had come down to Athens and visited y'all. Please don't tell me what you're about to talk about when she's a vegetarian. Yeah, and she was like, just go cold turkey. And it was a day in January, and I was like, this is my final meal. I'm pretty sure I had um, chicken alfredo was the last, (laughs) last meat dish that I had. 
It's actually not a bad one. Yeah, it was pretty good. From what I remember. And I, I like, can't believe be it, it was it was Maxi though, because Mac I mean, and shout out to Simone. Hey boo. Um <laughs> Maxie was the funniest vegetarian ever while in college. She would be yes. like, she would be like, get a pepperoni pizza <laughs> and you can eat the pepperonis, but I want the pizza so I can keep the juices. <laughs> I feel like, her though. Like Maxie was probably one of actually she wasn't my first friend who was a vegetarian. My um my high school best friend, her little sister, was a vegetarian, but okay. Maxie was hilarious in school with her being a vegetarian. She stuck to it for a minute, too. Yeah. I feel her. It's hard. <laughs> it is hard every single day. Oh, I bet. Still, eight years later. Um, I think it actually got harder later in, the, in, later in my journey. Really? Hence why yeah. you know, I took that break. But you know what? I really believe in um, listening to your body. And so I think part of that too is... So part of me having this interest in being mostly vegetarian, pescatarian... Um, I'm not... Now I can't even really remember where that came from. But eventually it turned into a health reason for me. And so I maintained it for that to just to maintain a healthy body. It was just best for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can share that more later, share more on that later if we would like. But anyway, um, but I also, like I said, I also believe in listening to your body. And I think I just got to a point where my body knew I needed a certain protein that I was not getting. Yeah. Um, and so for, I did that from November to March. Of 20, 2017, 2018. Um, and I allowed myself to indulge in meat. Um, it wasn't always the best. <laughs> it was actually a lot of trash sometimes. Yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons why I did not want to go back. Because, I mean, this is the society that we live in. Cheap is just so accessible. And so, it was just Man. like... Whatever I had access to, and I was it was also during the time where I was studying for my um, certification. So for me, every minute mattered, and so it was just like I don't have time to be cooking. So if I can go get this Big Mac from McDonald's, I'm gonna do that. But that's also not the healthiest, and that was yeah. my exact fear about going back to meat. You are absolutely right. Um, I guess I can share just a little bit about me. I am not pescatarian. I am. I guess you can call me right now a flexitarian, which I'm more okay. comfortable with. Um, some days I eat meat, some days I don't. Some days I only eat seafood, some days I don't. I just go based off of how my body feels. And honestly, um, I told you guys two weeks ago that um, I started a new health challenge. So right now I don't have any strong dietary restrictions. I'm lactose intolerant. So that's a huge restriction that my body has placed me on. But I also have something um, called PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And so carbs are really dangerous for me to eat. Actually, I'm allergic. I don't really think I'm allergic, but I had an allergy test and I think I have an aversion to a lot of different foods. 
foods. Um, so mm-hmm. what I try to be mindful now of my carb intake and what type of carbs I intake and the quantity of food. So like I said, I started a health challenge and pretty much what my diet looks like right now is called carb cycling. So I do five low carb days a week and two high carb days a week. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean breads that can come from different types of carbs. Yeah. And usually I like to get those from what I enjoy the most right now, um, are yams. <laughs> so, which is a good carb. Yeah. Yeah. It's a complex carb, but it, it is, it is a really good carb and it's really tasty. Um, so if you're looking for Thanksgiving in the middle of your week, child, that's where it's at. That's where you do but, it. But, um, what really sparked, you know, my investment, um, because now I'm just really starting to really understand my diet and understand how that impacts my day-to-day and my goals and just health-wise. Um, a year ago, a little bit over a year ago now, I started working out. And that I've never been an athletic person. Um, and I think I shared that with y'all. But I really just wanted to become more disciplined and really start to take care of my body. And then I mastered that, and I love working out. I don't think that's anything I'll ever give up in terms of my daily activities now. Um, It's a part of me, and I I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And it's a really big stress reliever for me. And I didn't know. I I was actually doing some research, and it said that if you work out for 30 minutes a day, it is the equivalent of an antidepressant. It is. Crazy. Crazy. So I'm just trying to be more mindful of my health. And then recently I started this challenge, which is really me, really forcing me to take inventory on the things that go into my body and how my body reacts. Um, I'm coming from eating maybe two or three times a day, really two times a day if I'm working. I can't really get breakfast in during the week. Well, I used to could not get breakfast in during the week. And now, you know, my food schedule has changed into eating six times a day. And that was really a big adjustment for me. And I was just like, this is a lot of food. Like, I can't eat two cups of broccoli. Who does that? I can't do that. And by day three of really just teaching my body what it should be eating and how it should be eating to have a metabolism that I could appreciate in this body. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it took almost like three or four days for my body just to get adjusted. And I've been loving it. I've been loving my energy levels. I've been loving the results that I've been getting. And I've just been loving the, honestly, the food that I've been eating, just natural foods. And, um, But, yeah, that's pretty much where I am in terms of diet, in terms of what my lifestyle looks like in relationship with food. Because I do Mm -hmm. think that we do have relationships with food. We do. And that's just not a relationship that we talk about. We have relationships with anything that we interact on a day-to-day basis with. And I know sometimes relationships only get talked about in a romantic form. But I think it's important, especially, especially, especially especially as African-Americans, that we talk about health and we talk about our relationships with food because that's something that our culture is really centered around. And that's the way that we celebrate with each other. That's the way we commune with each other. That's the way that we spend time with each other. And it, and it is important that we are putting the right things in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, too, it's kind of interesting in it, actually being a vegetarian and pescatarian, it has, um, it really expanded my palate. Um, yeah. I, I still consider myself a, um, <laughs> like a picky uh, vegetarian sometimes because when I first, like, I didn't like peppers. I didn't like fresh peppers. I didn't like 
Well, I still don't like tomatoes. Um, didn't really care for onions, but these are things that I cook with now. Um, but also for me, because I consider myself a foodie, like I like to experience food and the freshness of food. So like when you're cooking things um, and when you're cooking them with fresh ingredients, it just changes the whole game and how you experience the food and also how you digest the food as well. Um, so that's like, that's really big for me too. And like, to your point about like how many times you're eating, because people always are like, well, you, and it, unless let's also, um, I would be remiss if I did not mention that it is different for everybody. It mm-hmm. is different for everybody. Um, for some people it's about how much you eat. For some people it's about what you're eating. Um, I always pick with my sister and my mother. I I feel like they eat like birds, but I can smash. Yeah. Like I can eat like a pretty healthy meal, um, healthy meaning like portion wise, and two hours later still be and I'll be hungry again. Um, so it's 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 just all it's it's different for everybody, but um, to your point about how many times a day you eat now, and Kiana knows this, I say I eat all the time, like I eat all day, but it's also about what I'm eating and like where I work sometimes, they will just have everything in the office. <laughs> and I would still be eating all day, but I would be um, eating the cookies or I would be, you know what I mean, in, in between some of the snacks, but if I don't properly prepare myself, if I don't grocery shop, if I don't do A, B, and C, um, that's when I'll be off track. But... A lot of times, like, my snacks are the granola bars. Um, I'll have... I can meal prep, like, my snacks. I can't meal prep actual meals because I change my mind too much and I want something different. Um, But my snacks, give me some carrots, some celery, some grapes, or some strawberries, or I have my smoothies for breakfast. Um, I could do that all day. And so sometimes it's just about what you're eating and what your, what your intake is. And like you said, just being mindful of what you're putting into your body and it's in, but not in a way where you feel like you have to deprive yourself. So if you feel like you want that brownie, have the brownie, Mm -hmm. just don't overindulge. You know what I mean? Like don't have the whole pan. And a lot of times that's what it is for me. Like I love ice cream, but sometimes all I need is a taste. I need about two spoonfuls and I'm back to my celery, back to my cucumbers, back to my broccoli. Um, it's also about how you cook your food. You don't, you don't want to cook your vegetables until they like, ain't they're deplete of the nutrition. (laughs) Like they're supposed to have a little crisp, a little crunch to them. Um, it's a journey though. It is. It is. I was just having a conversation. So with the challenge that I'm doing, we're all in a group chat. I should remember I sent you that screenshot. Oh yeah. But, um, I was talking to one of my homegirls who's actually in the group. <laughs> That's why they said that. I'm yeah, putting it together now. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I was talking to one of my homegirls who was also in the chat yesterday. And I was really excited because I had reached um, a point I was just really excited about. And one of the things for me was just like, I want to keep going. You know, I want to keep going. This is making, this is making me want to be motivated to just keep up, you know, the prep, the meal prep and, you know, keep Mm. working out and doing all of these things. And which is true. But I was like, 
we do have cheat meals, right? Just the cheat meal. She was like, yeah. And I was like, well, it's important that I take that because I never want to feel deprived. I don't want to get to a point where I'm feeling like I'm loving the results that I'm getting, but bruh, it's miserable getting them. You know what I mean? And I, at the same time, I still want to enjoy my life, but I want my life to look like this on the majority. Like every single day, this is how I should Mm -hmm. be eating. And the times that I want to indulge, I should be able to indulge. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, this is how my diet looks. And this is how my life style looks but I do have permission because I am consistent and I am you know what I mean like just that consistency is everything um even today I had to I wanted to work out today and I did it and I was just like because I'm so consistent in the gym that one day won't mess up the fact that you know I had to take a day off um so it's just interesting the way that the body is and I think this it's so critical to us. And what really sparked my interest in this conversation is a post that Crystal made. Crystal from mm, The Read. Mm-hmm. They're friends of the show, whether they want to be or not. Um, <laughs> right. I just love Crystal and Kid Fury so much. Hey, y'all. Um, but Crystal had made a post about some of the produce that she had gotten from Whole Foods. She said that every time she goes to Whole Foods, her berries are sour. And she was just like, I guess she was like, I forgot about them for a few days. And she was like, and I ate them berries and they were so good. She was like, I guess my ignorant ass just didn't know I was supposed to let my food ripen. And I think it's so critical mm-hmm. for our community to know that based on where you live and based on your socioeconomic statuses, you can be in food deserts or you can be in yeah. places where your food is automatically sweet when you get it. And it's because it's already been ripened and now the nutrition is going out of the fridge dying. You know what I mean? So, so we have to eat it sooner rather than later. Ex- whereas, depending on where you're getting it from, you can you have those couple of days to allow it to ripen. Whereas, typically, um, in an economic environment that is lacking, you need to eat it right away. Absolutely. And I was just like, that's such a real realization that like my life. In terms of socioeconomic status has changed, which means a lot of my experiences are changing. And that includes my food. Mm-hmm. And um, I just, it's it's so important to us. And I, I watched this video on Facebook, too. It was a guy, he was just saying, like, the most radical thing we could do in inner cities is to garden. Literally, yeah. like, garden, yeah. plant our own food, eating fresh. The world will look at us and be like, are the black people about to revolt because they're all taking care of themselves, how they supposed to be, how we're supposed to be taking care of them? And the thing is, too, we came from that. We like, did. We, we did. Came from that. My grandfather used, used to have a garden where he had his uh, tomatoes and his fresh peppers um, and all of that, like my mother also had a garden growing up. On. My mom also had a garden. But yeah, like this is not uncommon to us, but we got away from it because of. Um, I the, believe. Go ahead. I was gonna say I think we got away from it because of the luxuries of life. I really do. I think that the grocery store is a luxury. Um, having your produce in a grocery store is a luxury. Having your protein in a grocery store is a luxury. There were points in times where all that stuff came from what you grew and the animals that you raised. And now exactly. everything like, is so and they convenient. Came from the, they came from the mom and pop butchers. Like you go right. straight to the butcher to get your meat. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I also think it like the impact from that or 
the cause of those impacts come from different things as well. Those are um, those are systemic. Like you don't see the mom black owned mom and pop shops like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we are living in food deserts like we have never before. Um, so part of that is societal as well. Like yes, there is some of the luxury to it, but also if you talk about the food deserts, like you don't you actually don't have that luxury. <laughs> so you don't have the luxury of the of the or the convenience of the grocery stores or the Kroger being right down the street from you. You're you're doing your grocery shopping at the convenience store. You going there and using your stamps at um at seven eleven, the 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 shop down the street where you get in ho hos, your chips. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's it it's multiple factors into this. Um but I think but that's also why I say it's different for everybody because it's gonna be multiple factors that get people out of it as well. No, you're absolutely you are absolutely right. It, it it is systemic. It is. But I think that the reason why I want us to have these conversations is because my people are my responsibility and I want to mm-hmm. educate us and I want us to do a better job and I want us to live longer and healthier lives and I want us to really start to walk in our purpose and what not even just yeah walk in our purpose and just discover why you're here on this planet and you can do that when you feel good and you eat good right so it's it's extremely powerful um it is that's why beyonce and jay-z yelling at every all of us to go vegan you feel me like that that is one of the biggest ways to to stand up to the system that they've built for us is to really take care of ourselves. We have to. But, and the thing is, we've been talking about this for a long time. <laughs> yeah. When some, of the, when some of the people were talking about the whole Dr. Sebi thing um, and Nipsey and all of that, it was just like, like I saw something or some sort of meme that was just like, you know, they've been putting out the food pyramid for years. And now all of a sudden, Dr. Sebi is speaking some sort of, new truth and that's this is no shade to him my point is is that we've known for a long time what the healthiest parts of our diet should be we have known but we haven't always had access to them absolutely and that was my point earlier yeah like we haven't always had access are, are luxury but we do not have access so it's about how how we get access and how we manage and how we maintain that sort of lifestyle and which is why I agree with the whole farming because the access that we once had we don't have anymore. You know, it really um cuz it's not even just a black issue to be honest, it's a socioeconomic issue because right. even when I was I went to grad school, I went back to Ohio University and I lived around 30 minutes away in a small town called Albany, literally in the middle of nowhere, one stoplight no grocery store. The grocery store was the family dollar. The nearest grocery store was past mm-hmm. the university, so maybe 40 minutes away. Um, and it was a dry town. That's not about the health. I was just struggling in grad school. I was looking for some wine. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but living out there and understanding that these poor whites who live in Appalachia, yeah, Appalachia they yeah. don't have cars to go and get fresh produce. They didn't have fresh produce at the family dollar. They just had stuff that you can buy putting your freezer and junk Everything food and processed, processed foods. So 
we literally are stronger than together than we are apart. We're going through a lot of the same issues. So a lot of rural communities are also suffering in terms of health and health care and not having not only just adequate health care, but adequate food to combat even having to go to a doctor. You know what I mean? Like we're mm-hmm. just not given the right resources to be successful in this country. And that is something that people are really taking a charge of. And I just, I want to get behind that because it means so much to me, especially growing up where I grew up. It's nothing but rallies. It's nothing but McDonald's. Right. They ha- they're just opening up the East Side Market again. But my cousin just told me that the prices are so damn high. You might exactly. as well go to the West Side Market. Like so, that's it's no different than when the West Side was the only one open. And so, just yeah. knowing my community is suffering, seeing all the fast food places and the food that I had growing up, and it wasn't any diss to how we grew up. It's the fact that the environments that they put us in. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of right. like... Food access is so important. It, it is. It's, it's critical. It's critical to our success. It's critical to life and death. We speak in life and death. Like, it can either make you alive, like what we say, or it can be it can be poison. Mm-hmm. It can be poison I mean, what you eat it. You see right where I live, what's over there? McDonald's, yeah. Rallies, Mr. Hero, Taco Bell, Wendy's. I guess you I mean you can consider the sub what um Popeyes all in a 0.25 mile radius. Literally 0.25, literally. <laughs> and then where I used to work, there was this area of 5th and Cleveland. I used to call that the chicken district because over there That is was, so true. It's nothing but chicken spots over there. It was. Well, they all gone now. But it was. It was, again, Popeye's, Church's Chicken, yep. KFC, yep. Royal's Chicken and Fish, um, another little mom and pop's uh, joint, and I'm missing one. But five spots, five fried chicken spots, again, and probably less than .25 mile radius. Yep. I know exactly all what you're talking about. Right, getting right off the exit. And that's not counting um, the other fast food joints that are over there. And you go a block, okay, where, where was I at Cleveland? Two blocks. <laughs> you go down the high street, and then you on campus with more fast food options. Um, it's, it's about that food access. But, but it's like, that's why I said it's a combination of like how we have to tackle this. And you mentioned this as well. It is about the education of food and then the access to food. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying that it's in that order, but they, they do actually have to operate in tandem. But you need to be aware of what certain foods do for you. Um, I can't think. I want to say it's Children's Hunger Alliance, but I could be wrong. But they do tours um, in the Wyland Park area of Columbus in Kroger. Um, and so they'll do a tour. And they will just kind of explain to you about the nutrition levels and what you purchase. And so, of course, fresh is best. Um, your options uh, with canned versus your options with uh, frozen foods and all of that. So just making you more aware of what you're purchasing and the cost of those um, those ingredients of the pr- products that you're purchasing and how much further your dollar can go as well. Yeah. 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 So those are just the things that we have to be mindful of. Um, but I also believe that's, you know, something that I too want to really get behind. Um, like we said, food access is just very important and critical to our well being. It our is. Livelihood. It is. And I just hope that, 
you know, we can all take the resources that we have in terms of internet, in terms of YouTube, in terms of each other, and really just feel empowered to take control over the food that we have and what we're putting in our body. So although you may be in a food desert, you got a front yard, you got a backyard, you got a side yard, you got you got community space that we can be gardening and really taking those empty lots and turning them into, you know, community gardens and so it can start with us and we we don't have to wait for everybody else to keep fixing the problems that they put on us and we we can do it ourselves so I feel really empowered to do that I feel really empowered to um talk to people about that because it just felt like we were just left alone and we're and we're not alone we are capable and we are we are more than able to you know grow grow our own produce and manage our own health and take that into our own hands and I just hope as a collective eventually we can come together and really see that through mm-hmm. I really really you do kinda, you kind of answered a question I was going to give you before we move on to the next topic oh what was um, it still I want to know <laughs> <laughs> um, if you just have one tip for like um, fitness or health oh. that you would share what would it be um, my biggest tip would be to really, I think, I think one thing that it showed me in terms of fitness and health, um, over this past almost year and a half is that it really requires self-love. I think self-love is at the center of this because you offer yourself so much encouragement. You offer yourself so much forgiveness. You give yourself so much grace. You give yourself so much um, willpower just to move forward into the next goal. So love on yourself and be kind to yourself when you don't always meet those goals in a day, but just keep showing up and trying your best. All you got to do is try. That's all you got to do is try. And the days that you don't have enough energy to try, give yourself some grace and know that you're okay and you're human and you're limited and you can get up the next day and try again. Um, but grace and just really loving yourself. And I mean, really, really talking to yourself with kindness and being forgiving and being encouraging and being your biggest cheerleader, I think has helped me so, so, so much. Okay. What's yours? Um, yeah, I was thinking about that. So many things. Um, you know, I'm going to take the spin of it from the limited access, especially um, considering the communities that I've worked with and in. Um, One, use your resources. So if you live in a neighborhood where there is a community garden, and I say this too because, you know, not everybody owns a home, so which means not everybody owns property in order to do what they would like to do from a food standpoint in terms of gardening and anything like that. But use your resources. Where I used to work um, has a community garden, so you could sign up to have a plot for free, and you just have to maintain, you know, that plot where you could grow your fruits, veggies, and all of that. Um, and then also I've been seeing a lot about, um, black owned grocery stores. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just urge that this is part of the journey that you're on in opening these black owned grocery stores or even stores, um, actually any, any type of store, but since we're on the topic of food, um, consider where you place them because we know that, um, food deserts exist. Um, consider where you place them and so that they are accessible 
to particular people of social economic statuses um, so that they can have access to them. Because what does it do if you open up a black owned grocery store, but you're still all the way out in Dublin? Because though I, you know, I would love to support. And when I say I, I may, you know, I'm referring to somebody, you know, um, in Columbus proper. Um, what does that do for me if I still can't get there? Um, and just determine how your business can um, have this corporate social responsibility for the community that you serve, the community that looks like you, and the communities that you live in. So that'd be my tip. I could give other tips, but that's mine. Well, cool. I guess that wraps up that topic for the day. Yes. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it segues into the next, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, um, is that time? yes, summer, it is. Summer it's time. summertime. So, <laughs> summer is actually not my favorite season, though. I mean, I enjoy it um, for the activities mm. and all of the high energy things that we can do, but I'm more so a fall girl. Um, okay. But I do love summer just because it's fun outside, and I like to be outside with my friends. Right. Um, so, this summer, Courtney, how are you preparing for your 2019 summer? I usually have a thing for every year. I don't know what my 2019 is. For, like, fitness and health, you have a theme? Or just in general? No, nah, just in theme. Just a regular oh. theme. Like, one year, it was Shoot Your Shot 16. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> We were shooting all right. <laughs> we were still shooting our shots in 17, too. Um, but I need to figure out what the theme is for this year. I haven't talked to my homeboy, who I usually make my, my year theme with. We got to get on that. Okay. Um, what's going on for me this summer? What's my... Is that the question? Yeah, what's your summer looking like? Summer. Summer is looking like... You know what? Summer is looking like, um, I liken it to gardening. Like, this is my prep season. Mm. I'm, I'm aligning some things up um, while also traveling and doing the things that I enjoy. Um, realigning my fitness goals. I was saying this to Kiana um, that my mother shared with me. Kiana was talking a little bit about her journey and how far she had come, you know. She hasn't quite hit 30 yet, so I just wanted to offer some advice that my mother offered me. And it was like, uh, you know, do it, manage it, lose it, and maintain it now as much as you can because that shit hit different mm-hmm. after 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about that back different after yet. 30. <laughs> and it comes back different after 30, and it does not come off the way it did when you was in your 20s. Um, I remember when I first started my, like, my workout journey and the shit just fell off. Like, it just melted off. I didn't even realize it because that's not, like, what I was trying to do. Yeah, I remember that. It was just motivation. It was something I enjoyed. It kept me um, physically and mentally healthy. Um, And the shit just fell off. I was not looking at the scale unless I went to the doctor. And it wasn't until then... I was like, oh, okay. I mean, and people saying stuff too. Bitch, now? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I got dimples. I ain't never seen dimples before Stop. outside of my face. <laughs> it means your body smiling, girl. Yes. And it's just not coming off the way that it used to. So I'm in my, my, my prep season. 
um, not only for my physical and mental health, but um, shit, I just lost my train of thought. How you would have thought I was drinking, um, but just overall as well. So my theme for 2019 is actually expect great things, um, mm. but you also have to do the work. So I'm doing both. Um, good, good. I, you know, after I realized that, you know, the weight doesn't come off like it used to. I was like, okay, it's time to readjust. I used to bike a lot, and I was biking a lot the beginning of this year, but I was just like, that's that used to be my thing. It's not coming off, so I got to switch the game up. <laughs> got to switch the game up. <laughs> got to do something a little different? Yes, because I still got goals. Yeah. I don't need to lose too much, but I I want to be healthy, and I want to be at a place that I can maintain it as well. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess you would consider I'm getting summertime fine, but I do my best getting summertime fine in the winter. Mm-hmm. What, is it, what do they say? Summer bodies are made in the winter? Yes. Yeah, girl. I feel you, and we're not quite at summer yet. That's what I was telling Courtney. I was like, or was it you? I'm sure I talked to a few people today, so I don't know. But I was telling somebody about how I was staying in because it's the NFL draft this weekend because I have work to do. Oh, yeah. And, um... I was like, you know, it ain't quite summer yet. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still, I'm still grinding. I'm still making progress. It ain't quite summer right. just yet. Right. Um, so yeah, girl, you still got time. Plenty. Still got time until and June. And it's really um, not even just about those summer goals. Like I said, I just need to be at a point that I can maintain this. I'm trying to be on my Angela Bassett for the next sixty years. Okay? Listen, that's what your arms was on, child. They probably still Man. are like that. I haven't seen you um, in warm weather recently. <laughs> I've only seen you in the winter. But, child, arms cut for days. I be trying. Them be the first things that come. Really? These abs, though. Yes. Those come like those come like nothing. I ain't never had no abs. I don't believe I will ever have any. That's okay with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. No, but I feel you. No, I'm I'm yeah. looking forward to summer. I don't really have um, how I'm preparing for summer. Is this body is under commission, but it's not for summer. It's for life. Exactly. Um, but I'm preparing for summer in another way. My biggest preparation for summer to me will be my budget. Because a lot of my summer activities actually don't happen until the tail end of the summer. And they are huge activities. One of my best friends is having her first baby. So, you know, that baby shower got to be on par. Um, I'm like, who? We expect nothing less. You do. Um, Do you know her? You might. I know you know her, if not by name. Okay. Okay. But ahead, um, so yeah, her baby shower will be lit. It will be it will be done well, and I will mm-hmm. never I will never miss a beat for that. Um, then we have our Black Alumni Weekend coming up. I'm going to the Bahamas. Got to go to Cleveland twice. So and all of that is really back to back. So my big thing for me is making sure that I stick to my budget. That I'm making sure that my transitions are transitioning uh, fluidly, and that mm-hmm. um, everything is and line it in order so that by the time I get to those dates, hopefully those flights had already been paid for (laughs) months in advance. And so I'm just getting on planes and I'm taking care of when I get there. So I just don't, right now, I just think that, um, 
I just don't want money to be a concern for me. I understand that it's always going to be a factor. I just don't want it to be a concern. It's a difference between something right. being a factor and a concern. And so just, you know, just really planning out where my money goes because every dollar I have does have an assignment these days. And mm-hmm. so just trying to be really um, proactive about that because I have long-term goals that I'm also working towards while exactly. preparing. So it's just, I'm a Dalton like hell if I ain't doing nothing else. I'm adulting. I'm just, yeah. I, I said it on Facebook this morning, like, I'm parenting myself all day. Even based off the stuff, like you said, like the stuff I eat, like, no, nah, we, we doing other things. This is what you eat. I already planned it right. for you for the week. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So that's really how I'm preparing for summer. And then mentally and emotionally, I'm so excited for summer. Come what may, all new things, all new people, all new resources, connections, relationships. I'm looking forward to networking and building relationships. I hope that can last and impact my life and my children's life for a lifetime. And I'm speaking those things into existence. So Amen. I'm very, very excited for what may come. So come with me. And I'm going to roll with the punches. Yeah. I'm going to roll with the punches. That's what's up. But I need it to find like like about to be, some summer activities what? I'm looking forward to. I need Besides the ones at the tail end, like little festivals and stuff like that. You know how Columbus has like, mm-hmm. I hate to say it. The rib fest, or <laughs> um, yeah. I forgot what other summer thing that y'all have. Red, white, and bloom. Just boom. need to find like some. Oh, is it boom or bloom? Boom. Oh, is it? Boom, as in fireworks. Girl, I've been saying it wrong forever. Because <laughs> when did I learn about that? I don't even think I was living in Columbus before then. <laughs> she said red, white, and bloom. I really thought it was red, white, and bloom. Thank That's you. Funny. No, it's okay. Thank you for that. You're welcome. You know. Yeah, Columbus actually has a lot of, like, festivals. Like, a lot. Every street got a festival. Some sort of art festival. There's a lot going on. I feel like you're going to find a lot of that in uh, Nashville. Oh, for sure. For sure. I just have to tailor it because it's always just a billion things going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's just so much going on in this is, in this yeah. little city. So, just gotta find the, you know, the path to the things that I enjoy. I actually went to an art show mm, okay. um, last weekend. It's an art show that I've been to before that I love every month. It's called Boom Bap. No, the Boom Bap is a party. Excuse me. It's called Vanguard. Okay. Um, it was so much fun, Courtney. Just like super black event. They were doing live art. They were doing. Um, they had changed the venue. They had live music, um, just a lot of different vendors that you can shop at. So much fun. So if you ever come down here again, um, <laughs> and it falls on a Vanguard weekend, we definitely would have to go to a Vanguard. Yeah. Because it's so much fun. It's such a vibe. That's what's up. It's such a vibe. That's what's up. Um, quick plug. I will be going to Denver in less than a month. Mm-hmm. Um... So if anybody has any tips for like activities, sites to see, cannabis, brunch spots, <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> Please let us know in the comments. Let me know your girl needs some help. It's legal, y'all, for all the prudes out there. Okay. 
It's Lego. <laughs> it's right. Lego. No, by the way, I recently watched um, a documentary. Darn, what is the name? I'm going to get the name for you in just a second. But I recently watched okay. a documentary on Netflix about the history of cannabis. Mm. When I tell you I was educated, I mean, I didn't really just, I really didn't understand. Actually, I've just been ignorant to cannabis. I'm just going to be honest with you. Just ignorant to the history of it and ignorant to how it became why why we have a prohibition against it right now it was called the grass the grass is greener or grass is greener and okay. the way that pretty much is i hate to say it but it's racial oh yeah uh-huh. it's it's definitely racial and um one of the things that Snoop Dogg said and of course his Snoop Dogg going to be in a weed documentary <laughs> um he was just He's one and of the experts. Right. And he was just saying, like, if you put a hundred people in the room that don't like each other, literally like hate each other, they smoke weed, they'll be in there taking selfies with each other. They'll be they'll be cool, Absolutely. they'll talk it out, they'll get whatever. If you put four four people in a room with a bottle of alcohol, somebody yep. gonna die. Somebody is going to die by the end of that. And I was just like Wow. But far That's beyond so that, just the roots and the origins of cannabis and how certain communities have used it and how even referring to it as marijuana is just a racist term that our country has made to associate it with black and brown people. Um, very, very interesting documentary. So if you are interested interested in learning more about cannabis and the legalization of mar- not marijuana, because I don't really like that term, but weed in our country i think especially as a black or brown person it is imperative that you watch that documentary it's imperative that we do our own research instead of just eating the information that they feed us in terms of what's right and what's wrong and what's legal and what's not because let y'all tell it it was legal to own slaves you know what i mean i can't take y'all laws <laughs> um just 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 based off of what you tell me to do and what not to do. Very, very interesting documentary. I imagine in my head that you was over there like clapping on your hands at the same time. Is that true? No, but I had my fist bought yeah. up and I, they were connecting. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's what I meant. I knew. I knew you were yes. over there doing something. Like... It was, I had no idea of like the racial impact I mean, I, I knew about it in terms of our social justice system and while people in mass incarceration and things like that, but I had no idea what the origin meant to our people and what it meant to brown people and how we use that as a tool. You know what I mean? I just had never really understood that part of mm-hmm. it. Um, the criminal justice part, totally understand, totally get, but that part was very, very powerful. I look forward to watching Very you. powerful. So, yeah, I encourage you all to watch that. That's what's up. But that's not how I'm planning for summer either, but it would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, Yana. It would be nice. Um, (laughs) All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. If you don't have anything else. Watch your ear. Damn, you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. I'm sorry, I got hungry. We're going to take a quick quick break so I can finish this bite. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) 
This episode is brought to you by Sound Ears Media. Sound Ears Media is a multimedia production company based out of Cleveland, Ohio. Sound Ears provides its listeners with weekly curated playlists containing wide-ranging musical selections from the newest release hits to some of the greatest nostalgic classics in music. And Kiana and I are super excited about this new partnership as Bitches Love Brunch will have its own weekly curated playlist. So anyone looking for personal playlists to fit your unique vibe, DM them on IG at Sound Ears or on Twitter at Sound Ears underscore. Or you can shoot them an email at soundearsmedia at gmail.com. And we're back. Kiana, go ahead to wrap up the episode because I'm choking. Got you. So we are going to wrap up the episode. We're going to go into our tips for the week. Um, I guess I can start off with my tips. So my first tip is actually going to go to Idris Elba. Idris was married yesterday, which won't be the yesterday for y'all when y'all hear it. Um, (laughs) But Idris just tied the knot with his lovely bride, and I'm so happy for him. It is a sad day for all single ladies across the world who loves Idris, but I'm really, really happy because I love any type of black love and black union, and I hope y'all just have beautiful black babies, and they are just as gorgeous as their mother and their father. So congratulations to Idris, and I give him a... I guess 15% tip because you could have married me. But <laughs> um, <laughs> my next tip, I'm going to give a 40% tip to an organization that I actually have volunteered um, with here in Nashville called Trap Garden. So it's on part Love to it. the conversation that we had. Trap Garden is a wonderful organization here in the city of Nashville. Um, they establish community gardens and provide education on healthy eating and food-sensitive communities, which are mostly, most likely our communities. And so I just mm-hmm. want to give a shout-out to the Trap Garden, and you can follow them on Instagram at Trap Garden. Um, they have a website called trapgarden.org. <laughs> you can volunteer with them. You can go to the food, um, sorry, not the food garden, but the, the actual community garden that they have, I think is in North Nashville, located near um, Slim and Husky. So if you're looking for like the vicinity of where it falls around, but wonderful organization. It was such a pleasure to volunteer with them if he wants to go. And so I just think that, um, it was just on par with the conversation that we have, so I wanted to shout them out. All right. Now that I'm alive. Are you okay? Yes. Um, hopefully, you can edit out some of my choking and coughing while you were speaking. But we're good. Um, my Oh, first I wanted to say, because you mentioned Idris Elba. Um, did I mention this on the last episode? I started watching The Wire. No. Well, I did. And no. um I knew um like people like Michael B. Jordan was on there. Mm-hmm. I did not know until I started watching it that that's where Idris Elba started. Um, I didn't know that either, even though I used to watch small snippets of the world. I've never really watched it in its entirety. But yeah, it's a good show, I so heard. It is. Um I my sister had all five seasons, so I was like, let me go ahead it's and only just five? watch this. It's only five. Still binge worthy though. It is. I you gotta have five seasons or more. Right? <laughs> um but shout out to Idris Elba because I mean, he's he's doing well on the show. 
the, I think we had this conversation. Was it you? Where that's how I determine like if somebody's really good. If I can forget that you are like who you are. Yes, we had um, that combo about Denzel. So yeah, shout out to Idris Elba for that. Um, but I'm starting to liken him to Cameron Diaz after I saw her in my best friend's wedding. I didn't like her anymore afterwards. Um, and that's how I feel about Idris now. So my mind is changing. He's still fine. And then I will give y'all my whole take on The Wire after I finish all five seasons. What season are y'all now? I am in season three. Oh, girl, you moving. It going to be no time. Yeah. yeah. So we on our way. Okay. Um. All right. So my tip is going to Issa Rae, Yvonne Orji, Lovey. Oh, I'm missing somebody. Crystal. There's another person. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Is going to them because that that is what community looks like. It sure is. Um, so these ladies, Issa Rae, um, bought out a theater for the premiere of Little. Um, shout out to Marseille Martin. Hey, um, little queen. I'm just absolutely enamored by because goals right right <laughs> like period um but Issa Rae bought out a theater to support um little as she's in um and then challenged some of her friends um to then buy out theaters first of all talk about money mm-hmm. one two then those other queens challenged some of their friends so it just kept pouring over and I was like that is what we are supposed to do that's what Lisa Lisa Issa Rae was talking about when it's not always about networking up it's about networking across um and that's the type of team that's the type of squad and that's the type of community that um I hope to be in and that I believe that I am in and it doesn't necessarily also have to you know always have to be about money like oh I'm gonna connect with this person because I know they got money like my squad is bomb like right you know what I mean? Like, I could be posting for days about what the squad is doing and the moves that they're making um, and how motivating that is. And so just seeing those women do that and women of color and just continue to spread that in support of was just a beautiful, beautiful thing. So I'm giving them a 75% tip. You know, when I saw that they were doing that, that was actually the um, Ohio University Day of Giving. And I was, was like, I think so. Cause it rem- it made me think of that. I was like, man, I wonder if I should challenge one of my friends to give. <laughs> we should have done but that. It really, it really sparked something in me. It was beautiful to see that. And I was like, man, we really should have a challenge. Like give what you can, but I just want to promote this first, this first annual day of giving for our university. Um, but I, I love that. That was that was so bomb to see. So yeah. bomb. And Yvonne see, I think that's gonna be something that we have to think about. We should. We really should. We might put a challenge out to y'all. Even if that means um raising money for the the herbs when we go back yes. for black alumni. You know what I mean? Yes. They're challenging each other to not only buy rounds, but buy investments into these students who are Come coming on. that are making a difference on our campus because everybody who loves OU loves OU and especially the black students and, and the offices that had looked out for us. So that might be something worthwhile that we talk about, mm-hmm. Courtney. That would be dope. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, shout out because, to them sisters. you know, a round of shots in Athens only be like $12. So if you can do that. If everybody donated 12 every black person donated a round that they spent for Urban Scholar, we would have a lot of money. The school turns into a HBCU. $12. Come on. $12. Uh, I'll say that off air, so I'll leave that at that. But yeah, we might have to think about that. I like it. I like it. Um okay. Well, we can move on to brunch spots. I got a yes. brunch spot that I went to um, recently. One of my homegirls, she actually works here. So if you're there, go see her. Her name's Whitney. Um, but there is a restaurant here in Nashville called J. Christopher's. Um, check it out. It's such a cute little quaint place. Such a family-oriented environment. It's so cute. But I had... What did I have there? I'm trying to remember. It was a long day. Wait till I tell you what day it was. Um, <laughs> but it was a long day. Anyway, I can't remember what I had. What did I have? That. I think I tried their pancakes. I thought they were not good then. Stop. Chill. <laughs> Stop. Uh, no, actually, I didn't. I had like a little scramble. That's right. She had the pancakes. I did try them. They were good. So if you're in Nashville, go try out Jay Christopher's. Okay. So, I um, didn't think I was going to have a brunch spot, but, you know, I just did a little search on Instagram and remembered that I have been to this place, so I'm going to throw it out there. Yes. Um, if you are in Columbus, I um, encourage you to check out Ethel and Tank. It is on campus. Um, it's been a while since I've been there, but I remember it being very, very good. I may also just be thinking about the drinks, but <laughs> that's an important part of brunch as well. Um, mm, I'm trying to see if it has, it is on uh, 13th, East 13th in Columbus. Um, and, and like I said, it's just a good, it's just a good brunch spot. I would say typical it's, it's also like a bar as well. So I'm saying this in terms of like capacity and space and the way it's set up. Like it is very bar style um, in terms of location, but it's cute. I feel like it has a cute um, ambiance to it. I can't really describe the uh, ooh, the type of ambiance, but it's a cute brunch spot. I, I encourage you to check it out. They have like this bomb like cinnamon roll-ish type of thing, but like curl type but in a muffin style what what they call it yeah it looks it looks like it's in a muffin baked like in a muffin pan the top of it has the essence of like the ridges in a churro Mm -hmm. and then the little uh the little cinnamon cinnamon toast it's bomb okay it's bomb okay try it trust me you won't you won't be mad um that's all I got. I know this is random and it's not about brunch, but I thought I should let you know. One of my friends oh. from Columbus screenshot a picture of them being at House of Japan and sent it to me and my heart fell on the floor. Oh but God. that's neither here nor there. It's neither here nor there. Stop. <laughs> Somebody the mentioned House of Japan to me the other day and I immediately rolled my eyes. I was like, I'm so sorry. That was not to you. <laughs> was, was that to me? <laughs> that was just 
I need to go to Columbus. I kid you not. One of the trips to Cleveland, I may have to drive just for the stop because every time that I've gone home and have stopped in Columbus, I've not gone. And it's just disrespectful. Oh, my goodness. It's been over a year since I've gone. It's been more than over a year. And the last time she left, or the last time she went, she left her card. Yes, I left my she credit card. So you had to send it to me. Yeah, I know. It was just, I was like, how did I leave my dang on credit card? I'm not sure. But I'm God is good. I Ethel, Ethel Tank's page and these pancakes. My God, the fluffiest pancakes I've ever seen. Anyway, oh, goodness. Yeah, because well, House, of, House of Japan ain't got nothing to do with brunch. So, but Columbus did. I just, I just, I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's let's wrap up, y'all. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. We hope that you got some tips and tricks and feel ready to get summer fine, summertime fine. Yeah. Um, I need to find an anthem for the summer too, in terms of songs. Mm. Be- listen, Beyonce's though. Um, before I let go, might be it. Yeah, that's that's hidden. Might I'm still be, be rocking with it. Um, nice for what until I find a new, a new good 2019 anthem. Got you, got you. Yeah, Beyonce. I don't think that's gonna get old for me yet. Nice, but Drake has songs though, cause I was listening to. Hold on, we're going home the other day. Such a vibe. Mm-hmm. Still. Mm-hmm. Still. So, yeah. We'll we'll come back with our summer anthems. But y'all can check us out on social media. Y'all can find us on Instagram at bitches double underscore love double underscore brunch. Go on there. Let us know where y'all brunching at. Tag us. Um, we have a Facebook page called Bitches Love Brunch. Wherever you're listening to us on, make sure that you are subscribed and that you're following us. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud. Gosh, we are getting out there. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all who keep listening, for all who keep supporting. Show us love. Share our page. Share with us that you're listening. Let us know what y'all doing while y'all listening, whether you at work, whether you running, whether you're doing whatever. So thank y'all mm-hmm. for all the support. And keep listening in because we still going to be dropping that surprise soon. <laughs> okay, y'all. Bye. We're going to catch you on episode 45. We ain't Peace sure. Out. Bye. <laughs>